Hi everybody, welcome. So today I have the brilliant, hilarious, adorable, amazing person, Beth, my oh. beautiful friend who I adore. I do, my soul sister, yes. my kindred spirit, no question. fellow light worker. So yeah, so she's here to, we were trying to discuss beforehand, like what should we talk about? We have this whole big <laughs> list of things that we could talk about. Yep. Um, so we're going to do, what do we say, the Beth Buffet. The Beth Buffet. <laughs> Unfiltered. <laughs> Let it fly, girlfriend. Yeah, you, you love me or you hate me, I'm an unfiltered. <laughs> That's, I adore your non-filter. Well, we go to some deep places and it works. It does. It and that's does. what I think is really cool. Yes. So, yes, but yes. your insight, um, I don't know, just brilliant. It's, uh... It's an insight that comes from an authentic place, and uh, it's either embraced or judged, but it's well, authentic. Well, it is authentic, and that, that brings up, because we didn't know what we were going to talk about, and so we're going to go with spirit and what moves us, mm -hmm. is one of the things that I think you and I connected on is when we, when we lovingly, out of a loving and compassionate place, reach out to someone in concern for that person, mm -hmm. if that person's struggling with something. Right and reach out and say something and, and we're rejected because of it or pushed very far away or friendships end mm -hmm. um, because they take that in such a wrong way of what the intention was. Mm -hmm. um, you, are, you are so correct and I, I recall and I know you'll recall too that probably eight years ago I lost a friendship that was very dear to me because I spoke from a place of care and authenticity, and I remember coming to you absolutely baffled. Why is what I said received the way that it's received? Right. And you could see that it came from the core of goodness, the core of care, the core of concern, and you helped me to understand that not everybody is like that. And, and you enlightened me to the fact that I have no filter. Like, I never really thought about that. I just kind of say it like it is, and that's that's what works. Um, I buff the edges sometimes, but when I truly love you, I don't buff those edges because it literally is like vomit. Right. It, it falls out. But that's what's so beautiful about it. I know we kid about the no filter, but I can I honestly, from every depths of my soul and heart, say that that is such a rare gem. In, in a beautiful characteristic to have because you know what you're getting with Beth is totally real and that's I, I admire you for it and I appreciate that and um, I know that that day you, you and I have been connected we have lived many 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 past lives together yes we have <laughs> sisters dog and owner lovers <laughs> right. parents yes we, the whole brothers gamut. and sisters we probably been you know, like, I had Dana check chokehold pen and you know. cup holder it's, it's all been there but right. I, I remember that day when, when you looked at me and um, you told me that don't don't change who you are don't put that filter in because the people who love you love you right and and it can do nothing but help people and those who don't get it right they will find oh, it somewhere else i don't know if i told you this and maybe i did but i think this was one of those things i told my son so my son john and i went out um and we had dinner a couple weeks ago and i said oh john i saw this great meme and i said it to him and he was like mom you just changed my entire outlook on life yep <laughs> and this was this is so profound, I can't even begin to tell you, and I've probably said it on another podcast, but I'm saying it again. People will only meet you as far as they've met themselves. Oh, that is deep. That is deep and that is true. That's what I'm saying. So that, that friend, mm -hmm. you came here mm -hmm. with that care and that love, mm -hmm. but they weren't ready to receive it because they hadn't met themselves that far. Absolutely. They had not developed the authenticity that I carry within me and that's to me what it comes down to is you are authentic you are authentic right or you aren't you right. can't be partially right you can't be a little bit you are or you aren't right and that's what makes us work so well I, I know there have been times where you've asked my position and opinion on things and it, again like vomit and then I'm like, oh, wait, back up. I didn't mean. 
And you're like, oh, yes, you did, and that's what I love. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but right. without that, right. uh, how, how do we move? You know, how, how do you have effective communication when it's superficial, when it's guarded, when the edges are buffed? Um, it, it comes down to communication. If you, if you really look at it, it's so simple. Communication is the foundation of every single relationship anywhere that exists. Grass oh. to sun, animal to human, human to human. Yes. What's the common denominator? Personal, business. I mean, common denominator. Right, right. Communication. Yes. It's either effective or it's ineffective. Right. Ineffectives, not much we can do about it. Yeah. But it, that, that is what it comes down to. And with that, um, it's developed through people who are authentic, through people who are willing to give and receive constructive criticism. Yes. We have to have that. How do we grow? Right. We can't. Right. And, and that real, mm -hmm. that real connection, it, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to have when you do that, have that, that honesty. I mean, really. It, that's what that's, it comes that's down to. That's what it comes to. down to. It's I'm, honesty. I mean, I have had friends that I've had for years and years. I have a spouse that I've had, you know, a decade and a half. Um, I've had you in my life for 10 years. Yeah. And it's funny because I get busy. You've been busy with all of these wonderful things that you're doing in, in your growth. They're fantastic. And, and you and I may not connect through text or through phone or through anything for, you know, two, three months. Right. And when something goes on, we find each other picking up that phone calling. And it is that innate need to have an authentic, constructive yes. ear, yes. voice. Um, it makes us both better. Yes. I truly am better oh. because of I, you. Absolutely. And I feel the exact same way. That there, when you have that, that, that person that gets you, but that you know is going to be honest. Mm -hmm. And when I was going through a terrible time about a year ago, just struggling and a lot of tears, maybe a little over a year ago, and just just really struggling and um, like your realness and honesty is difficult as some of it was to read in a text or hear on the phone really helped me overcome because there was so much truth in it. And, and it just, it helped me connect with my own soul and what I knew in my soul to be true. Mm -hmm. And you putting it out there and saying, look at it this way, was like, holy shit. Well, it, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely, you know, it's, it's so funny because when I, when I talk about you, there are so many times where somebody will be in a dilemma or we're talking about something. And, and I find myself really relating to um, the situation via you. And every time, I either begin or end with, oh my gosh, my friend Terry, <laughs> she shits truth and glitter. <laughs> like literally glitter fart air bubbles moving behind you. <laughs> but, but the beauty of it is, is it, it's genuine. Yeah. And people who are authentic and um, growing comfortable in their skin, you, you just know that energy. Right. You walk in a room, you know it. Right. I know it. It's either genuine or it's right. not. And just to say, FYI, um, Beth's got a sick little girl at home, so if, if at any point you get a call or a text or anything, and I, need, I can pause it, so, and we'll come right back. So feel free to keep tabs on the kiddo. Cause much she's, appreciated. She's much more important than us recording a podcast. Well, it so. appears as though... She has laid down. Oh, yay. yay. That's good. Yay. And remind me, I have a gift for her. Oh. Um, I told you that, to tell her. Did you see that in that text that I sent? That uh, I, see, that's a failure of mine. I don't read things thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> Except when your book comes out line by line. Yes, because I'm going to give you a quiz. I'm going to be like, did you do the exercises I'll get in chapter two? Questions. <laughs> right. I will get like 102%. <laughs> Like, I should put, like in the last chapter, bonus questions for Beth only. That's exactly right. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going to pull a weird one here, and this is going to be freaky if I'm right. That's a mantra band. No. Okay. But I, I love those. Odd, odd, weird. But, but how swimming. weird. Wait. I don't know No, why. no, no. How, how weird that, so they're little, that exact shop, I go to Giftology. Yes. I love, my favorite store in, in the world. 
Um, oh, and I sat there and looked at the mantra bands, and I was going to buy like ten, but they were like thirty bucks each, and yes. I was like, oh. Yeah. So, but I really did have those on my um, list, but they're the little. Um, oh. So she, so you get my. to choose for her, which one of these, and and they each have a card, so you can read, and we'll do that. Oh my gosh. We'll do that in a minute. So you, you, you can, and I just speak the exact same language. It's no. So fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> So one one thing I want to talk about really quick. Talk about light workers because I, I brought it up, but talk about that because I, I haven't talked about that yet on the podcast. And what what is the idea of a light worker? So the light worker and and it's interpretive to to, to people, but to me uh, it is um, an extension of an empath. And so this is something I discovered about myself probably about a decade ago. Um, the light worker is uh, the characteristics of someone like that is someone that is constantly trying to help someone that is bringing good to someone that just like an empath is a sponge and it is a miserable and beautiful thing yes it is absorbing every energy around you it becomes overwhelming mm -hmm. it can make you sick it can make you excited but it is in an eight thing that you are absolutely born with. It is a gift. It is um, always extending the light mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I don't know, I, I have not experienced trauma like you have. I have not experienced uh, abuse like you have. I like to say in the memory that I have, and I don't know if anything's buried, I've never right. visited that. Right. Um, but I've had a good average, in air quotes, normal in air quotes, life. But there's just always been something that is, it, I just have this insatiable need. To help. Yes. And, and, and I don't attract, I don't call them broken winged people because no one's broken. But I always attract those people that need me. So it's not, I've come to realize that I don't attract that that is the place that God plucks me and sets me. Yes. You know, whether I like it or not. It. Right. And right. Um, I, I know that at the same time, he had both hands, one on Terry's head, one on Beth's head. <laughs> we're plucking these girls. And we're putting you right and we're there. Putting you right there, and you guys are going to figure it out. <laughs> and then we're going to take you and we're going to move you out and of that. Gonna, yes, <laughs> yes. In, a, in all of our years, uh, the, the beauty of that is that we have agreed to disagree. Mm-hmm and never lost an ounce of respect. In fact, the respect grows yes. from the differing positions. Absolutely. And, and, and I remember a struggle in your life um, not too long ago, um, several years ago, that you were struggling with, do, do you remain the person that you're expected to be? Do you live a life that is expected of you to keep the calm, to keep the peace, to please everybody? Because you harbor within you a guilt for self-care. You did, not anymore. Right, right. But the, you, you harbor this questioning and um, am I right to do this? It, it, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be selfish. But the moment that you finally said, you know what, F it. Right. I'm going to be me is the day that you became authentic Terry to me. And I will tell you, I talk about it to this day. Most beautiful transition in life I've ever witnessed in my 46 Aww, years. I you. talk about it all the time. Oh, that's my really most beautiful cool. friend became the most beautiful <laughs> when she became who she is. Right. And it's hard to do. Yeah. I haven't oh. I haven't gotten there yet. Again, you were a part of that growth. Your honesty and your that connection and your willingness to again vomit your authenticity in my yeah. lap yeah. with your brutal honesty helped me so much in that transition where so many other people think if I sugarcoat it, if I make it, mm -hmm. you know, tell them what they want to hear. That's not what people need. No, they don't. And and hopefully it's just a, a good characteristic people have. But from a light worker's perspective, um, I am not really capable of judging what is, in air quotes, again, right or wrong, appropriate, right. normal. Because what is that? I mean, what what is normal? Right. Nothing's normal. Right. Maybe maybe we're all abnormal. Maybe the ones that we think are weirdos are the normal ones. <laughs> right. Who knows? Right. So we love all, we accept all, and and all I've done is grow because now I sit down and I can ask you questions that I would never in a million. I mean, 
questions that people would be like, get out of my house. <laughs> Shut up and get out. You know, and I don't want to go into details, but, you know, there's thing, questions about scooters. Right, you know, things right. Things like that. Gotcha. And yeah. It's, it is just beautiful. And, and I don't, I don't bite my tongue. Right. I don't suck it back in and regret. But those are the best. Like, they, we have the best conversations because fantastic. sitting around the fire pit in the backyard. Fantastic. And it's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fan- it is fantastic because we get into depths of stuff that's so super cool. It truly is. Um, and, it, and to better understand each other and to better understand ourselves. Like, I always walk away from our crazy-ass conversations knowing myself a little bit better. Oh, my gosh. I could not agree more. I could not agree yeah. more. And the other thing we always walk away with are sore cheeks yes like, I, know. Cheeks I know i know the next day i'm like my face like my face literally hurts like yeah. from laughing yeah. so much yes yeah. and, and, and we'll cry yes we'll cry and we'll laugh, we'll laugh we'll and point fingers <laughs> right but <laughs> never is there a lick of disrespect in it right but well I, I had a friend um well my best friend in high school and she called me um she lives in the south now and so she called me um I don't know, like three weeks ago or so, and it was after I put a video out of my mom um, in her very inebriated state. Yeah. Now, the majority of people realize that my reasonings for doing that are not um, not in a bad way. Again, the authentic, the authentic part of me Absolutely. is because if people can see the real, yes, the realness of addiction, the realness of the impact of addiction on a child, even an adult child, a codependent who's trying to no longer be codependent. Correct. And that journey, that's how people connect. Yes. And so if, if stories were never put out, if the ugly parts were never put out, no one would ever be able to make it through their stuff. And so I'm willing to share it, and my mom's willing to share it. And so I put this out, and, and now I've lost my thought. What was I talking about? Um, I think it's the authenticity, but I will say that there are not enough people who will put that out and, and people suffer in silence and alone right. because people are so afraid to, to let anybody see their, air quotes, dirty little secrets. Yes. Well, that was it. So my friend calls and she said, no, again, one of the realest relationships I've ever had because total brutal honesty. Mm-hmm. Like we just, some viewpoints in life, crazy opposite extremes. Like she's crazy, you know, um, not atheist, but agnostic, agnostic right. and just, and, and, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, oh my God, I adore her, and we can have these great, real conversations right. about it, and so, and we don't get nasty, we just engage, Right. and so she called, and she was like, like, how can you do this to your mother? That throws me for a And so, but I loved it, because mm-hmm. we had such a real conversation, and it really was a great, because I knew she was coming at it from a loving perspective. She wasn't Good. being judgmental. She wasn't being accusatory. She was just trying to understand. Ah. And so that's how I took it. And so we ended up, because I didn't get defensive, mm-hmm. I didn't immediately throw my you know guard up of who are you to judge me. It's my journey. It's my blah. You I know. appreciate that so much about you. But, I mean, for real. And, and maybe that's a maturity thing, but I, I was like, I knew she was coming at it lovingly. Yeah, that's and an emotional so, development. And I thanked her. Yes. And I thanked her, and I said, thank you for coming. Like, thanks for reaching out and saying your piece, because, um, you know, maybe I did need to look at it in a different way. Maybe I didn't, but at least she was able to express herself and say how she thought about it. And in the end, we met in the middle. Okay. Um, you know, I didn't convince her of my point. She didn't really convince me of hers, but... We understood, understood where the other was coming from. Yes. That's the beauty. And and that is the beauty. And that is extremely hard to do because in life today, especially the way that everything is divided, you know, we've got liberals and conservatives. We've got um, all these things that are two extremes and everybody's fighting so hard to be right and to be heard that nobody's heard and nobody's right. All we are are divided. Exactly. We are completely divided. Because right. everybody's like, la, 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 with their fingers in the Thank air, you. just talking. That's exactly right. This and what, is what I what think. What does it do? Right? Nothing. It destroys us. Right, right. You, know, you, you and I, we don't um, we don't have extreme opposite positions on things um, right. very often. Um, 
but when we do, there there is an inquisitive nature about it that, you know, I believe this and, and I don't really understand where you're coming from. Right. And then respectfully you share it and then typically right in the middle we come. Exactly. And then we start laughing and cheeks hurt. <laughs> right, and right. All that kind of good <laughs> stuff. But uh, you have been extremely good for me. Um, and you got a long way to go with me. I'm just letting you know right now it's going to be a long road. <laughs> I have a lot of emotional growth and uh, development uh, to achieve yet. But, um, you know, watching you be authentic, I mean, 150% authentic. Uh, I claim to be very authentic, but I'm not 100% there yet. I feel it in my heart. I speak it 99% of the times. Right. And the places that I don't are the places that it's not received. Yes. And the places that it can cause a whole upheaval. Right. Of things. And I am not... Those are the... How do you that's, that's... I think that's part of what, like, my book mm -hmm. that I want when I have these exercises in each chapter is to get people to engage those parts of them. Mm -hmm. To say... I, I told somebody once um, who was in a very, very dark place, this particular person, and I said, you have to go into that you have to go into the darkness to get to the light. You have to, and, and this person said, I don't think I can go back in there again. Mm. And I, I pray for this person because until that happens, mm -hmm. they're just going to be sitting outside wishing that they could get to this place of light and this place of forgiveness and this place of, and, and very stuck. Yes. And it's, it's a scary place to go well, back into that darkness. And, and think about an earlier conversation you and I had uh, where she is right now is in that one of two places of, of uncomfortable. So in life, we are uncomfortable in one of two ways. We are either healthy uncomfortable oh, or we're unhealthy uncomfortable. And yes. not wanting to enter that place to walk through it, to be in it, like you have done, which has been absolutely traumatic but absolutely stunningly beautiful uh, you've gotten to uh, a place where you're healthy uncomfortable right and that's a good place to be because we're never those who those who are always comfortable lack the authenticity and that disturbs the quality of life right you live on that surface yeah. how do you ever how do you ever but, connect but there's no depth. depth there is no depth right and, and that feeling that's in the depth Oh. You and I know is indescribable. It's, it's, it's God. That's where, that's where that's the it. God stuff lives. That's where the God stuff lives. Absolutely. I mean that the depth. Yes. Is is truly where yes. like it, it's a it's a profoundness that unless you've experienced it, unless mm -hmm. you've felt it, there's you, they, you just can't understand. I mean the, the the closest word that I think you can relate to that would be that that euphoria place. Mm -hmm. um, and it truly is, and, and you can't put a word on it. And you can't, no. If you haven't been there, right. but it is, it's an awesome place to it be. It is, it is. Yeah. And I'm and glad you've, I'm glad, well, I know you've experienced it because, and, mm -hmm. it, and you've experienced it, and I know I've experienced it through those light worker moments. Yes. That's yes. part of the beauty of the light worker connection in helping others. It is. Because there's such a deep connection mm -hmm. when you are able to, yeah. Um, help somebody through truly truly and and i know that uh being an empath being a light worker um the development that I, I i need to gain still um i have regular people that are around me that don't understand it right um they challenge it and that's when i you know come to you or come to somebody else <laughs> right. speaking like am i crazy like am i a total bitch i don't know what's going on <laughs> right. No, nope. we got your back, girl. And, and, and the fact the fact that I even question, am I these things? Right. Is where the growth needs to happen, and where you help me yeah. get through that. And a, a long way to go. I still have a lot of vengeance in me. Right. You know, where you you are able to like chuck angels and love <laughs> and hearts and fart glitter bubbles on them, and me, I'm just like, I'm gonna get you. Don't get you twice as bad. You just wait. not a good place to be. <laughs> <laughs> but again, 
It's been a long process because I certainly yes, wasn't there. I mean, think about a year yeah. and a half ago where yeah. I was crying to you on the phone. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. As I sit yes. in unhealthy, uncomfortable. Right. I'm still sitting in that yes. unhealthy. And I was there. Yes. And so, yeah. And, and oh my gosh. I need to go is. back into your text and I'll send them to you. <laughs> that might send be. your brilliance back yeah. to you. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, and, and I, I'm a little bit of a, I don't even know what the word is, like a, a hypocrite. Because I'm always telling people, you lack passion. You know, <laughs> you're not authentic. You need to be, and yeah, I'm kind of doing the same. Got to fix it a little bit, but you know, the intentions are there. Right. It, and the core is there. It, it is. And it really is. But it's, right. it's just trying to get by and trying to keep peace. Yes. In, in areas where people just really don't and won't understand it. Because to me, I believe it is a gift that you are born with. You know, like uh, your friend, Michelle. Yes. Her daughter, Sophie. Yes. Her daughter and my daughter struggle with that terrible ailment of um, anxiety disorder. And yet I've heard you say that Sophie is able in anxiety, in the pits of anxiety to get up on a stage and perform in a play. Yes. My daughter never, ever, ever would never happen. Right. And it, it amazes me. It absolutely amazes me to watch somebody struggle with that that can still get up and do that. Yes. I don't get it. Right. And I want to get it. Right. I want my daughter to get it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a struggle. I, I'm impressed with it, and I think it's beautiful. And again, uh, and again, there's one of those things tonight. Like, you talk about, like, there's just that synchronicity that mm -hmm. happens. And that, oh, gosh. Those connections and you and I being so yeah. soul-connected. Absolutely. And, you know, we're sitting here talking tonight, and you start talking about, you know, your daughter mm -hmm. and everything that's going on with her. And then I'm like, you know, God, it's so eerily similar to Michelle. It's crazy. And so then I'm like, let's call Michelle. I just, something tapped me on the shoulder, like my angel whispered in my me. ear. You didn't even ask me. You started dialing I your phone. Like, I did. I did. Holy shit, I did. I said, <laughs> I was like, I just, and then I was like, hi. And she's like at a party somewhere oh, yeah. else, yep. and the friends. And, and took the call, no question. Took the call. No question. And like, oh my gosh, what's up? Why are you calling me at 9, 20 at night? Uh -huh. And um, yeah. It and is, then, that is. And then these words start coming out of her oh, mouth, and it was just like. Parallel. Absolutely like The parallel. person your daughter's going to go see, mm -hmm. her daughter saw, and it was just, I, I mean, crazy. Well, and it's how going. It lined up. That, it, as sorry as I am that she has lived through the thing that I'm living through. Right. I am so thankful. Right. For her experiences, because it's going to spare me. Yes. It's going to spare well, me some wasted time. And? My daughter. Someone gets you. Someone gets me. Like, I can say, oh my gosh, Beth, I'm so sorry. This is happening. And hug you and love mm -hmm. you and give you. But I don't get it. You don't get it. And that is the importance of putting videos like you decided to do to show the ugliness of right. things. Because I literally tonight was sitting alone in my anger and my grief for the illness that my daughter's going through. Right. Um, I know other people experience it, but truly I felt very, very alone. Right. And it's, it's, it's tough to be able to put the words out there that my daughter is suffering from a mental illness. And then to have another mother go, you know what? It's okay. Mine does too. And then to, to go through the details and it's so incredibly parallel is exactly that deep place that God gives you. Yeah, I mean, did not expect that in a million years. Right. You know, sit down with you, phone calls made. And all, I don't all feel of a sudden alone. it's like you don't feel alone. I'm not alone anymore. Right. The connection was made. Yes, yes. And the beauty of sharing stories and the beauty yes. of authenticity. Yes. Is that connection. And it is, uh, I will tell you, I, there are people you have probably lost as friends. Uh-huh. Because you might be... What is the word? A little too like out there. Yes. You're too gushy. You're too honest. Too sappy. You're too, too happy. Sappy. Too right. Yeah. Well, what's the alternative to that? You fake. <laughs> Thank you. Superficial <laughs> fake. Surfacey therapy that doesn't work. Superficial therapy. Yes. Right. And um, I I know I still sit in a lot of my truths alone, out of fear of what you have overcome, and that is the embarrassment factor. Mm -hmm. But you know what? 
if everybody was honest, the embarrassment factor is eliminated. It, it would it's be. Because we all suffer. Yes. We all suffer. Right. Right. All of us. No. If you tell me you don't see ya, we're not right. going to, let's not talk any further. Right. You know, you're just not willing to be truthful. Exactly. And authentic. Yes. And uh, that is imperative. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. How are we doing on time? Because again, gosh, look at us. We're already 30 minutes in. Oh, we could do this all I night I know long. we could. Well, we said when we came upstairs, we, we had been sitting downstairs yeah. for, what, an hour and a half? Oh, easy. We should have done the and podcast. We said we should have done the podcast down I mean, there, but it would have been problems. like three. We're gonna we're bringing it up in three segments. We're uh-huh. three weeks worth of you and I seriously could like do a show. Yeah, absolutely. We could talk about. Yeah. Well, we'll 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 do another one where I am not buffet girl. I mean, <laughs> we haven't even buffeted that much. We've been really talking haven't. authenticity. Well, we, we we stay on the core of something all over, but right. um, I mean, I, I I got a hair of ADD. I'm just, I have ADD. <laughs> squirrel, squirrel, oh shiny. <laughs> but honestly, through that, I am all over the place, which makes life very uh, difficult for me, especially on the job that I do. Um, and, and the, the children that I have and the marriage that I have, it's tough. But I can tell you, I've learned a few really pivotal um, things um, from a, someone who I can sit, consider an amazing mentor uh, to me. But uh, recently, he wrote this thing up that it said, um, it was probably like, what, what's that called? Like Ram, I can, Ram Emanuel or... I don't even, I don't do politics. Yeah. But it was some statement about never letting a serious crisis go to waste. Oh, right, right. Because, like, uh, at my job, I would get all flustered. All this, things happen, why does this need to happen? I'd take one step forward, two steps back. Calmly looks at me. You know, and usually I'm crying, and he pushes a box of tissues over and says, (laughs) use the whole box and pull your big girl panties up and let's move on. But... Um, he did say to me that uh, you, you, you don't let it go to waste. So you can either react like this or you can take it as a lesson, build on it, and then make it better. Right. And then when it happens again, you're prepared, you're right. developed. Yes. And it truly is developing. I, I didn't think at 46 years old, over the course of two years, I would have the kind of growth that I've had. Right. It's not over yet. No. And I'm looking very, very forward to being healthy, uncomfortable. Yes. Period. Good for you. Yeah. And well, and again, we talked about that, that when we were talking about your daughter, mm-hmm. these things that she's going through and you and your family, in hindsight, are there's gifts within this. Yes. And that she's going to be stronger and she's going to learn to cope and she's going to learn how to empower herself mm-hmm. and that's going to be a beautiful thing in the long run it will and same with you and all that you've, you've mm-hmm. been through yeah um i know you're working your ass off at your job and you're phenomenal at it and um i mean they're i think they're blessed to have you, you. um but but you're starting to be noticed for that and compensated for that and yes. admired for that mm-hmm. and yeah and I, I love it i i appreciate it's well it. deserved I, it, it truly is. I am a uh, behind the scenes. I'm kind of like the laborer, the details. Yeah. I'm a funeral director. That's what I do. Right. Details are huge. Don't need the limelight. And it is an amazing thing to have God pluck someone, put them in your path, and everything comes together. Yeah. And uh, it's appreciated and recognized. And I'll tell you, it's a very uncomfortable place for me to be because I'm not a compliment acceptor. <laughs> I don't deal well with compliments. I'm like, oh. you know, your dress is pretty. Oh, thanks. I got it at Marshall's for two dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> you know, I just always got a butt, but it was cheap. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're not paying me too much. Don't think you're paying oh, me don't too much. I, I didn't spend two hundred on it. <laughs> right. But but what what I loved about about the conversation that we had when uh, I believe uh, my daughter's situation, there's hope. Right. But what I did not really truly consider was something that you brought to my attention that now um, kind of puts a cherry on top of that hope. And that is that through that hope and through the things um, that I'm doing as a mother to advocate for my child will come growth, will come a foundation that is strong, 
all of this, what I consider to be misery right now for her, for me, for my family, mm -hmm. will become the rock that she is mounted on mm -hmm. down the road. And yes. I didn't think about that. Right. And, and when I do think about that, I look at you and, and there's truth to it. I don't question it at all. Right. You stand on many, many, many solid rocks and it is impressive. Thanks. It really is. It was wobbly for a long time. Oh my time. God, I know. I'm like, I grabbed my hand. No, hold on to me, Beth. I mean, you were on top of that mountain, yeah. literally, yeah. with me. I was. And, and you know, here's, here's another beautiful thing. I'm, I'm, singing, I'm singing the Beth praises, but because we're talking about authenticity. and So we're headed on a girl's trip, and I have, at the time, severe anxiety on highways and bridges. Yes. I'm not a fan of heights. So here we are headed to Gatlinburg. Bardsville. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bardsville. 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 And we're, so we're headed on this trip and we're in Jellico mm -hmm. in Tennessee on top of that mountain. Mm -hmm. And that scares me. Yes, it because is. Because it, it's just, it's just, I just have fear there. I have mm -hmm. panic attacks, or I used to. I did much better the last two trips. Um, so I'm in the back seat and Beth's next to me. And, you know, we have two friends up front, and um, I start to have this panic arise. And you did the most simplistic gesture that not only got me through the panic, but touched me on such a soulful level. And you talk about authenticity, and I think you did it just from a place of pure empathic mm -hmm. um, compassion. And you put your hand on my shoulder mm -hmm. and you just touched me yeah and just kind of just just caressed and rubbed my shoulder and then just started talking to me in a very gentle very soft and just kind of get me through we started and we I think we started playing like a trivia game yes and we started and you we were laughing and mm -hmm. you were, but you kept your hand on me and grounded me and that was just such a profound moment in my life because there was such a genuine, mm -hmm. just a genuine caring mm -hmm. there. No words. Right. No, right. you know, you're fine. You're going to get through this. Breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it was typical. It was just. <laughs> Breathe in. Hold in right. for four. Hold out right. for four. <laughs> Hey, what did I tell you? Yeah. Downstairs, I'm like, the, I can't breathe. Don't, if you tell me to breathe, that's going to make me mad. <laughs> then I'm going to hyperventilate right, because right. I'm not going to breathe right. right. Yeah. See, and that's one of those innate things that empaths have and light workers have. Did not intend anything. Right. Just innately sense what is needed. Don't, don't have any idea if I'm doing the right thing. Am I doing the wrong thing? Right. Did not know at the time that it was profound for you, that it was the tool that you needed, and it was so simple. Right. But that speaks a lot for the energy that generates between us, mm -hmm. between us and other people. Mm -hmm. Energy is, it is, it is real. Oh. Everything Without is a doubt. Without a doubt. And what I just thought when you said that was, you know, you could have just as easily, which I'm sure you probably did, being empathic, picked up on my Mm -hmm. energy which was probably very oh, yeah. scared didn't say very anything. powerful but that I was mm -hmm. but then and you may have felt felt that sense of relief yeah. that sense of it. connection like oh my gosh okay and f you could feel mm -hmm. me start to center yeah and start to ground myself and start to come back into my body and honestly at that point I either did not know the depth of the phobia that you had or I can't remember if you had been working on it and I assumed that the phobia had lessened through coping tools. I did not realize at that point. But like you said, it's it is it literally is an empath thing. You you just sense it. You just right. know it. When you know somebody needs a hug, they don't have to say it. They don't have to be crying yet. You it's just it it is a beautiful gift. Not a gift that makes me better, that makes you better. It doesn't right. make anybody better. It's just a beautiful gift that right. helps us support each other through life, which is right. tough and dark. Yes. Um, making it a little better. Yeah. Where we can. Yeah. And you said earlier that, um, you know, we're just born with it. Mm -hmm. But I think everybody's born with it. And we, oh, may yeah. we may disagree with on that point, but I think everybody has the capacity to have, mm -hmm. to connect with that gift. Yes. 
That's the nature nurture. Right. And so somewhere along the line, you learned to connect with it. I learned to connect with it. Yeah. And so, I, again, I just think helping people maybe to become a little more in tune with it. Uh, that, that would be, if I could reach out to anyone. Oh, you went through my questions eight, that I had no, here? Yeah, yeah. Right. If I could, if oh, I yeah. could. If I could. So what was number eight? If you could meet anyone in the world, dead or alive, oh, who oh. could help you, you with ready? blank. Okay. I'm dying be? to know if you know this name. Oh, okay. please know this name. <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. All right. Napoleon Hill. A writer? A uh, motivational kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. He, My dad talked about Napoleon oh, Hill a lot. He was the premise and foundation to what is now The Secret. Okay. You have got to watch. He's got like 17 principles on um, leading a happy life. They are, they, they made all the difference in the world to me. And he's such a corny little guy. It's like recorded back in the 1940s. And he's like, welcome. I'm Napoleon, Napoleon Hill. Won't you please have a seat? <laughs> I mean, I just want to smack him every time I hear it. And then it's just so like, oh my gosh. It's like, the yes. angels. Right. It is. Napoleon Hill. Watch him if you haven't. I think he is on Amazon Prime. Okay. Like the first, maybe oh, 13 principles. Yes. Life changer. Very cool. Life changer. Very cool. Yeah. All right. I will. And, I, and again, I think my dad, um, my dad was a big firm believer. Those are a lot of his books over there. Um, oh, yeah, I've got I've the power of positive yes. thinking and all yes. of the, you know, got the seven habits of highly effective people and you know, all that kind of stuff. Yes. yes. This is almost, he might, might be one of the pioneers in a, in a okay. speaking of your dad, ADD squirrel, um, <laughs> I had experiences, I had a really rough couple of weeks not long ago, a pair of cardinals constantly, constantly sitting on this tree outside of my patio, two of them, a male and a female. Oh, even Rusty, who's not deep like me, yeah. my husband, he's like, why are those birds like staring at you? <laughs> oh, your mom and comes back and he's like, why are they still there? I'm like, mm. mom and dad, mom and dad, mom and dad. They they and and they were divorced, oh. and at the time that they both died, three year exactly three years apart, twenty seven days, um, they weren't the best of friends, right? And that's the beauty of the but other the side. That is, because the connection. Yeah, and they come here together. With, for you. For me. All right. For me. Right. Because it's about, yeah. it, the, it was, the ego was no longer involved. No longer. No longer involved. It's it is the soul. Perfection. It's the spirit. It's the soul. Yeah, and it was, it was a beautiful, it was undeniable. I mean, these things would sit, other birds would like dive bomb them and they just sit there. <laughs> they just sit there looking at me. I'm like, you're, you're creeping me out. I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, like I know your dad sits in that tree and, and yes. looks at you and visits you. And isn't it so heartwarming? Yes. And, so and when I need it, it's crazy. Like when I put those yes. videos out, you know, on Facebook or whatever, and I'll be like, um, I'll be like, I have my routine in the morning and I, I, you know, I do like my positive affirmations and I do my meditations and I do, and I pray mm -hmm. and I just kind of have this whole little ritual that I do. Yeah. I try to do every morning. I don't always get to it, but... Um, and so I was sitting there, and I was praying about something, and and my dad was heavy on my mind. I think I was praying about my mom, mm -hmm. um, and like so, my dad's in my head, and I'm, I've just been thinking about him and kind of talking to my dad, and I like pull the shade open, and there's that cardinal. I swear to God, just <laughs> staring at me from a branch, like yes, like yes. literally like three feet away from me, and I was like, mm -hmm. hi, dad. That, what? that is one of the perks of having the gift. Right? That is one of the perks. You you see it, you recognize it. Other yeah. people, I know other people get it too, but I think it's dismissed as coincidence or just some crazy ass bird that perks outside my window and right. tries to psych me out. <laughs> Don't take it for granted. No. Don't think it's Notice coincidence. the signs. Notice the signs. Notice the signs. You know, and, and interesting with the signs, I had learned from uh, Thomas Winlow, yeah. who, who I frequent it in a professional way two and a half months is the point that that energy can be exercised here and things like pennies feathers yeah nickels my dad is nickels my mom is pennies my dad's dimes and boy they leave them in 
undeniable places. Yeah. Your dad's dimes? Well, I, I mean, I'll get quarters and I'll, I'll get yeah. silver coins, but mostly dimes. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. But I, I try to uh, I try to bring comfort in those that I can sense have that energy. Uh, maybe they haven't had the right people around them right. to let them know it's okay. And yes, you're not crazy right. if you believe this or see this. Right. Um, and it's brought a lot of comfort to, to people who have lost uh, loved ones and that that the, the peace will find you. Yes. It will take time. Yes. And, and, and grief is a process. It's a lifelong process. Yes. It's a change in the dynamic of the relationship. But you, you never get closure. Right. Closure is non-existent. Did I ever tell you about that? I love this explanation of grief. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, we may have talked about it. I had gone to a suicide, um, it was a like a, a candle vigil mm -hmm. for um, Claremont County suicides um, and families had gathered and they let we, re we released balloons and we had a candle we let candles did there was a song and mm -hmm. it was very cool but one of the dads stood up and spoke and so this is I give him credit for this and I don't know his name and he said he thinks of grief as a spiral staircase mm -hmm. in that you're always moving you know upwards away from the grief from the death but you keep circling back to those same emotions. And so sometimes you'll be at anger, and sometimes you'll be at sadness, and sometimes you'll be at denial. And so, it, but you're, you're, you're moving away from it, and you're moving up, and you're healing, but that you do keep coming back to those. And I loved that analogy. I love that. In all of the years that I have been a death care professional, never have I ever heard that one. You know, you, cool? you, you can uh, correlate it to waves. Yeah. You know, Coming the waves always exist. Yeah. They go from big to small. Yeah. They dissipate. They flood back. Um, I love that spiral staircase because I believe that's accurate. And having lost both of my parents in a short period of time, having friends who have lost children, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I watch the, I, I hesitate to call them cycles, but the, the waves of grief that they go through. Mm -hmm. and, and then for people to say, time will heal. Well, time doesn't heal. Time changes the dynamic. Time allows you to develop coping skills yes. for that spiral staircase because the steps are always there. Yes. And it's still it, moving. You're, you're still, still moving, moving but every step, it's consistent. It keeps going. You, if you go up it, you have to come down it. If you come down it, you got to go back up it. That is a fantastic analogy. I thought it was. I, mean, I, really I was like, that. wow, mm -hmm. that's really profound. Mm -hmm. Because it's very and whether profound. it's it's whether it's grief over death, whether it's grief over mm -hmm. a loss yeah. of any sort. Oh, um, you know, loss of friendship, loss of a marriage. relationship, loss of a marriage, it's loss same of right type of dynamic right. Right. process. Absolutely. Wow. We, and we that have... it's okay to come back to those emotions. It but it's okay. part of the it's part of the process. And and what I think is missing a lot is again it comes back to comfortable. So your friends are uncomfortable when it rears the the more passionate, powerful moments. Right. Um, because I think a lot of people, and no fault of their own, they haven't experienced it. Maybe they haven't been educated formally, like I had been educated on what it is. Um, it's frightening. Mm -hmm. You you think, well, we're three months in. I've been there this whole time. It's been so uncomfortable, and they're getting better. And then guess what? At the six-month mark, it comes like it was day one or day two. And being there is it. We have to have a whole podcast on this because this we is do. hugely important. Will you come back seriously and talk about grief? And I would talk love to. about because, I would again, love to. Your compassion, but your um, your ability, your and just because oh look at that we're at fifty minutes we've gone oh, over I, no we're good I I want to end on a cute little funny story okay. because Jen Jen told this the other day that um, so when Lainey and Madison were little mm -hmm. like I don't know maybe they were like seven right and Jen had gone downstairs and she said you know. Kids were normally like doing their art or doing a play or singing songs, and she said she stopped dead in her tracks because there they were, 
conducting a little funeral. No. With all the little stuffed oh. animals. The daughter of the two funeral directors. <laughs> right. And flew and say, oh, and there they like, are. All these little stuffed animals were lined it. up. I love Like it. in a circle. And there was a little teddy bear in the middle, like lying there. <sighs> well, and, you know. And they had a little Bible and they were reading scripture and they were having a little moment. And Jen was like, ah! I like, know. Oh my God, what's going on? This is not like weird fixation with death. What is happening here? But she said it was such a beautiful little yeah. moment because it was so like it was normal, and and they were talking about like it, they were talking about how much they loved the little bear, and mm -hmm. it was it from was, from that story. I can gather so much information. The most important of which is that both of these young ladies have been taught that emotions are good, mm -hmm. that grieving is normal, and it is absolutely positively nothing to be shamed. Right. No. And you know what that is? That is healthy, healthy. age-appropriate, yes. emotional intelligence. Right. right. Period. That's right. what it is. Right. That, I, I love that story. I know. Isn't that so cute? It takes you a second to stand back and reflect on what's going on, but, but that initial so reaction is like, what the hell? Right. Why are they having but a funeral? <laughs> right. But it was, it was cute. Yeah. Like, it was... It's it was beautiful. it was very beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. Well, those two little they're kindred spirits. They are too. The two of them from day yes. one, they both are right. our empaths. They both are well. The day I met you, I fell in love with oh. you because I was just like <laughs> remember that day. Oh my Running god! In. Oh my god! Oh, it was such a thing. We won't even go into what happened. One because a cat got hit by a car. Oh, and I, here I comes could, Beth running into yeah, where I was yeah. working as a you know yeah. teacher and. She's crying, and, and I was like, I love this person because you, yeah. you were just cared so much about this poor And then I think I dropped yeah. a couple F-bombs right in the middle of Winnie the Pooh because the operator said, please don't respond to run over cats. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get someone hung up, call back, hung up, call back. This is crazy woman. And I was like, I love this I lady. Love her. I need to hang you know out with her. Passion. Right? Right? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank I you. adore you. And we'll we'll do this again. All right. Any anything you feel like you need to say before we mm -hmm. depart, other than no, you'll be back. I've pretty much said the buffet of unfiltered badness. <laughs> That's why I love you. That's right. All right. Love you. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. I'll see you next week. <laughs>